Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. It's always aggravating dealing with a lie that you have to pretend is anything but a lie. Politics, the world of politics, what's happened in our economy, the modern day America is something where we have to navigate through these nonsense lies as if to see this feeble fascist up there reading off a teleprompter giving us that Gestapo-like, you will comply, you will capitulate with a state-sponsored narrative of what today really represents. is difficult. But it reminds me of what this country really is and why they are pressing so hard on their opinion, on, on, on us accepting this feeble fascist as president. Because what the contract is in America between the so-called government and the citizens, is the consent of us. Our consent is what is extremely important. That's why, as I saw what was happening shortly after the fraud, known as the election, I revoked my consent to be governed by this feeble fascist political whore. Disgrace of a man, of a father, of everything, let alone a senator or a president. He's not worthy, he's unable, and he is everything wrong with American politics, as he has been since his first day in the Senate, prostituting power to self-enrich himself into the DuPont mansion and everything he's stood for since, a union bag man, a fraud from the time he puts in those dentures to the time he combs that fake hair when he straps on that $3,000 suit and pretends to be a man or a representative. He's none of those things. He's just another political whore, a professional liar. And today was another example of it. But the reason that they press so hard is they need our consent. The last thing he needs are these 21 states and the people that were prisoners in these mafia-run Democrat hellholes flocking to them in order to strengthen their power over his incompetence. Because what you're not talking about as they're replaying hand-picked clips and they're, ki- and they're trying to convince you that a protest without a weapon, without a weapon, without a gunshot, aside from the, the leisure police that shot the 110-pound woman in the neck, was an, an insurrection. They keep using the verbiage insurrection rather than what it really was, a protest to an atrocity. 
where a fraud was sworn in as leader of the free world that isn't so free anymore. And instead of doing anything in his tenure to even remotely rule in the fashion of a free country, as he tries to take over every liberty, every sense of Americanism, he's going to double down a year later so you don't talk about what he's really achieved, which is unmitigated failure. From his reaction to the Fauci-invested flu, the economy that no one wants to focus on anymore, the welfare state we've all become, and their only answer is more corruption, more corruption. You're not talking about that. And then that other thing, where he strengthened every enemy of freedom, every enemy of America around the world, and how the entire world is in chaos due to fascistic governments that he wants to imitate rather than eliminate. So he's going to come out and imitate him. He just doesn't have a German accent, which he really needs. Oh, Keith, when I hit the button, could you make it so the clips play there, handsome? Are you there, Keith? Let's speak plainly about what happened in 2020. Even before the first ballot was cast, the former president was preemptively sowing doubt about the election results. <clears throat> he built his lie over months. It wasn't based on any facts. He was just looking for an excuse, a pretext. It was based in the very simple fact of what those of us who live in these Democrat mafia hellholes just accept now. What's the fact? The fact is that every election day, there is skullduggery and scandal. Constant and forever. We're legendary. Us, Chicago, Cook County is a national joke. It is very similar to the Soviet Union, where Democrats win, Republicans don't even run anymore. And is, is it because of simply ballot stuffing, ballot harvesting, and the corruption we all have become accustomed to? Or is it because so many of our citizens are in on the welfare scam state that they'll take whatever abuse just so there's a little something extra in it every month? Whatever the case is, what he was articulating is that these Democrat strongholds are where the scandal happens, where the ballots are stuffed, where the counts are frauded that we all know and that's how you want sorry it just is kid you want me to believe that the duchess of chaffington hillary clinton with the machine 65.8 million votes barack obama 74.2 million but this political pimp and whore that you are you got 81 million huh kid text to cover for the truth he's not just a former president he's a defeated former president Defeated by a margin of over 7 million of your votes in a full and free and fair election. Now, there we go. See, for months prior to the election, there's a scum, slip and fall scum lawyer who's been working behind the scenes to circumvent state legislatures, to have their apparatchiks in robes, the same kind that pick and choose who to prosecute and abuse our law. Instead of it being a shield, they use it as their spear. That changed most of the electoral rules in these Democrat hellholes, strongholds. So they enabled your pathway to the White House. There is simply zero proof the election results are inaccurate. Those same judges use their influence, those political apparatchiks, to not hear challenges. To challenge standings of states. 
to not look into what we all felt in our gut, knew, if you paid attention to election night, was ballot harvesting fraud and ballot box stuffing. Just was. And you're as illegitimate as your hair. In fact, in every venue where evidence had to be produced, an oath to tell the truth had to be taken, the former president failed to make his case. Just think about this. The former president and his supporters have never been able to explain how they accept as accurate the other election results that took place on November 3rd. The elections for governor. Because a record amount of the harvested, harvested, frauded ballots simply had a presidential vote, not other offices. But nothing was more important than putting you in. Right, diapers? United States Senate, House of Representatives. Elections which they closed the gap in the House. They challenged none of that. President's name was first. Then we went down the line. Governors, senators, House representatives. Somehow those results are accurate on the same ballot. But the presidential race was flawed. And on the same ballot, the same day, cast by the same voters, the only difference... The former president didn't lose those races. He just lost the one that was his own. That's it. I'm convinced. How about you? You convinced? 312-642-5600. I mean, he's absolutely won me over. But here's the other thing you must notice. Is the absolute unlivable circumstances of these Democrat mafia hellholes. That is undeniable. Undeniable. And it's because of the political mafia that this figurehead is in front of. It's because of the Democrats. It's the Democrat failure. That's why on January 6th, there isn't going to be a talk of what America could be or American greatness or how we can possibly dig our way out of the circumstances of a collapsing economy, collapsing foreign policy. Not to mention just the kind of fascism we now think is acceptable in this country as we now mirror European Soviet hellholes around the world except for those other states that are fighting the Biden administration. Oh, there are many. And those good people trapped in these Democrat mafia hellholes, they're starting to figure it out sooner rather than later. Here are the top five outbound states, the states with the highest percentage of people moving out versus moving in. See if you can spot a trend. Ready? Here we go. The top outbound states for 2021, New Jersey, 71% of its moves were out. Fourth year in a row, New Jersey's held that, quote, title up next, Illinois, then New Jersey's neighbor to the north, New York, then New York's neighbor to the northeast, Connecticut, and rounding out the top five, California, which people apparently can't flee fast enough. Notice any trends there? So that's the reality, and that's why he can't talk about anything other than how justified he is in his fascism, in his rule, in his failure, rather than the reality of what we all know. How absolutely unfit, unable, and illegitimate Joe Biden really is. 312-642-5600. I'll take all of your calls when I get back. We're just trying to paint everybody into this box and indict everyone who doesn't support this political whore and the scum Marxist mafia he represents. 
See, this is what it is. It's an intimidation factor. We've got Merrick Garland from yesterday. Like nothing you've ever heard. An AG. Is he investigating the fentanyl rage through our country? Is he investigating the scandal in 40% of unemployment money being stolen or PPP money that we think might be 60% stolen? Is he investigating that? No. He's intimidating people who did not support this 50-year whore, this scum walking embarrassment. And I'm not just talking about the crack-smoking son. That whole thing about dating his sisters or his brother's widow, that's insane as well. Scumbags. What scum they are. Tom in Blue Island. How are you? Good. How are you? Ah, this stuff's got me so infuriated. I don't know what to say. It's supposed to. Time. You can't let that happen. This is the goal. This is why NBC, CBS, CNN, they're running it for 72 hours up till today. You can't let that well, work. I haven't, had to, I've had to, I've had the radio on the last few days. This has been, it's had me so ticked off for the last two weeks. I've hardly talked to anybody. Putin sent. This, Putin is sending troops today to Kazakhstan. They don't want you to see what's going on in Kazakhstan. They don't want you to see how much we've strengthened Russia. You want to talk Russian collusion, they don't want you to know about the sun, the crack-smoking sun bag man to Biden. They don't want you to know about the Chinese bank giving him the money. They don't want you to know about the Ukrainian oil company. They don't want you to know any of this. They want you to think this is about an insurrection without a shot being fired, except from one of those leisure police that shot the 110-pound girl in the neck. It's a fraud soup to nuts. Well, I'll tell you, Sean, this guy, it, i that's all I've heard of Biden today, and that was enough, what you played. This guy was the perfect candidate for the steal. He's on the edge of dementia. As soon as they're done with him, be it next year, be it at the end of the term, he goes off into the darkness. He's not saying anything to anybody. He's been a crook. For 50 years, he mentioned down ballot voting. It's odd that of all the anomalies that have been talked about with this election, winning 27 out of 28 House districts, Trump losing losing those losing in those areas. That's one of the biggest ones. One of the biggest ones was the down vote ballot that no one talks about. And he specifically mentioned that because they had all these candidates down the line that won except Trump. With the exception, they had millions and millions of mail-in votes that only had only had votes for president out of they were covered. This is I, garbage. We, we've been I told you, I told you about my buddy. I, now, now, here's the funny thing. You're going you're gonna to do it in Illinois. I told you about my buddy in the convalescent home. He's my age. He's in the convalescent home. He's, he, he walks around like Biden. He doesn't know what day it is. He's got a diaper on the whole nine yards. He voted Democrat. He doesn't know. He didn't vote. He, didn't, he has no idea when Election Day was. He voted Democrat. They get a guy in these rooms. They go to these hospitals. They get these morons in there, and they steal the fracking thing every time. Thanks, Tom, for the call. I appreciate it. Eddie Schiller Park. Sean, you're going to make fun of Joe Biden's hair when Trump has got troll here? Come on, I, I, man. I can make fun of both. Can you? Can you? Can you make fun of both? I can make fun of both. Here, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make fun of both. Here, because you, you, you want to make fun of both? Here. Mitch McConnell is married to a Chinese shipping heiress who isn't bad in the eyes. Do you think she's attracted to his strong chin line? And then you can, could you do this? Could you do this? Can you t- explain to me how Nancy Pelosi's dimwit 
moron, broker husband, real estate broker husband, amassed an insider trading fortune of $500 million. Can you do that? I can do both. Can you? No. You can't. Because you like the Democrat. You're, where, where, where is he? Schiller Park? Enjoy yourself. Go for a walk on the street today. Go ahead. Take a walk. Put a couple hundred dollars outside your pocket. Walk down North Avenue. Tell me how good you're doing that Democrat sewer. Rod Lamont. Hey, how are you, Sean? I got a couple things to say uh, to expound upon these sound bites you played from Joe Biden. And every time that you know Joe Biden or Jen Swetsaki goes on the air and spews these lies about the election, I, most people aren't savvy enough. I, I'm a CPA. I love numbers. I, 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 I live by numbers. There's a couple logical things. If you just think it through logically what he's saying, the whole thing falls apart. First of all, you hit, Trump we had a record number of Republican voters. Trump gained more votes than any sitting president, 72 million or thereabouts. So how could Joe Biden claim then that if he got that many more votes and his constituents on the bill, on the, on the ballots, gained seats in the House and Senate, that, that people actually really went and voted for all them and didn't vote for Trump when he got 8 million more votes than last time? It's impossible. And the other thing that falls flat on its face that people, you know, and I, when I say people, I mean liberals because they're retarded. They don't understand that uh, the, the fact that that many more voters went out, a record number. You think they didn't vote for Trump but voted for all these other guys? No. Rod, these were Rod, here's I, the, just to me one, I, I love everything you said except this. They're Marxists. I'm a liberal and you're a liberal because you believe in the freedom of the individual. I'm so sick of them being able to steal words. Before you know it, we're going to be talking about a protest like it was an insurrection. Follow me? I yeah, appreciate everything you said. And by the way, I couldn't agree with you more. But you have to understand, in these Democrat mafia counties, the people are like the people of Chicago, like the people of Cook. They're used to it. Oh, yeah. They're used to it. What yeah. they're trying to do is get their... See, there's a whole other country out there. Not everything's Illinois. There's a place where they want actual things to work and operate in a fair and honest way in American principles. Rod, you know I love the call. Thank you very much. But I wanted to share this with you. I can tell you this. I can tell you this. We are not letting anybody impose restrictions or mandates on the people of Florida. That is totally off the table. That is not going to stand. You can make decisions for yourself and your family that you see fit. To impose social distancing mandates with a variant that is airborne, go read the MIT study that they did in 2020, which says if you have an aerosolized airborne pathogen, Three, six feet, it's, it's obsolete. If you're in an area with, with something, it's going to be in the... But more important than, this, than the airborne, than the virus, than the Fauci flu, which is working exactly as the pandemic was supposed to work, it's about the principles. You don't get to do this to people. But this idiot stole it, and now look at the quality of your life. And by the way, look at the trillions upon trillions that are being stolen, not just by Big Pharma, not just by Big Pharma, but by Wall Street. Why do you think they gave all the money? How about... How about Silicon Valley? Why do you think they support this diaper-wearing dimwit? I think we had a caller said he was on the edge of dementia. It's full-blown gone, dementia, baby. Why would they support him? Because now they have the power of government. There's a lot of money in corruption. There's not so much political control and freedom and liberty. That is the enemy of the political mafia in which Joe Biden represents. My fellow Americans, in life there's truth. Tragically, there are lies, lies conceived and spread for profit and power. That sounds like his whole life. Profit and power. His whole life 
How did he buy the DuPont mansion on a senator's salary? How? How does he own four homes, real estate holdings worth $30 million? How? How does his scumbag, crack-smoking son... Now, I'm not making fun of drug addicts. Uh, you know, there are people who have kids that are drug addicts and all the rest of them. Are any of them... We're heading up a, a uh, China bank-invested investment fund where they were seed money was $1.5 billion. How? How? It's obvious what's at stake here. It's obvious why they must continue to distract the citizens because there are even some low-life, welfare, career-voting Democrats that would be offended by this moron. We must be absolutely clear about what is true and what is a lie. This scumbag is worth hundreds of millions of dollars along with the upper echelon of the Democrat Party and most of the Republicans. How? Because they have turned our government into a mafia, into an extortion protection racket, and they will intimidate anybody who speaks up against it. The actions we have taken thus far will not be our last. The Justice Department remains committed to holding all January 6th perpetrators at any level accountable under law. But not the Antifa that burned how many, how many cities throughout the country? Not the Bureau of Land Management, also known as BLM, that intimidated individuals that, that were eating outside in restaurants and created how many billions of dollars in damage? They won't look into fentanyl. But if you don't think Joe Biden is a legitimate president, if you don't believe 81 million of your fellow moron citizens voted for this diaper-wearing fraud, then you have the attention of the AG who has at his command the FBI. Welcome to the Fourth Reich. 312-642-5600. Ah, these days are the most trying. Look at this. Nancy Pelosi at a vigil, Chuck Schumer at a vigil. I mean vigil, excuse me. They, they should be at an indictment. Oh, my God, she's got tears in her eyes. She must be facing an audit. $500 million this political whore has managed, managed to insider trade her way to wealth. We've got Warner Todd Houston. He's a writer at Breitbart. He, too, wants to talk about the feeble fascist speech. Warner, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You're missing the Capitol prayer vigil where uh, all these charlatans are crying. Wasn't there an old fable about um, the whore in church crying? I feel like I'm watching that in live, real time. But I had to watch a speech today that I found very upsetting. I'm curious to know your take on it. Jeff, what is it? What's your take? I'm I'm asking you. Oh, <laughs> you mean uh, Nancy's... Uh, uh... Wonderful explication of how evil everything is today. Yeah, yeah, that that'll do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She. Um, this whole thing is just political theater. Uh, you know, the, the fact that they had actual musical accompaniment from the folks from Hamilton that kind of pretty much just proves it's all just you know a theater. It has nothing to do with reality. So Warner, with a production like this, with this kind of organization, with this stick-to-itiveness to to uh, really indict half of the nation. Will it work, in your opinion? That's what I'm kind of curious to. I know it's never worked on me, but I'm curious to know how you think it'll translate over the next election and for the next three and a half years. Well, I think we're already seeing uh, 
all, all the left-wing political commentators are saying that the, the Democrats are going to come in for a drubbing coming up here in 2022. And I, I, don't, I don't think that they're just trying to blow smoke and make warnings and hope to head it off either because uh, I've seen a lot of polling that shows that they really are in a bad shape. So all of this political theater they're coming up with every day, uh, this this drumbeat of how evil all Republicans are, not just not just the so-called far right now. It's every Republican. Yes, it's not translating into uh, success for Democrats. It's 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 starting to to truly polarize the country uh, in the worst way possible. And I, you know, I, it should, and that's what I'm hoping it does. My concern is you have to remember you're talking to somebody from Chicago, Illinois, and I have seen my whole life people that rail against the kind of corruption that we've, you know, we it's a national punchline now, Chicago, Illinois, Cook County. It's a national punchline. The corruption, yeah. the failure, the insiderness. And yet here it comes Election Day. And what happens? It's a Democrat sweep every time. My concern is they have they tapped into a formula of welfare temptation along with creating an economic climate where people find it hopeless where they turn to the welfare. And then before you know it, the entire damn country is Chicago, Crook County, Illinois. Well, and you, you can see that in the in the number of people that are fleeing Chicago and Illinois, we're like constantly the number one state for losing people uh, to other states. Yeah. And what what they have left are exactly what you're saying, the people at the lowest end and the people at the absolute highest end who don't care, who, you know, who, who don't have any anything to, to lose by by voting for the far left um, because they, you know, they're coddled by it. And the people at the bottom, the middle class is just gone, you know. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just hoping that the country can can fight it off. I see I see, you know, I, I, I fled to a, a different state. I spent a lot of time in a different state and I see the difference and I see how. There are states that are mounting up against the kind of failure and corruption that the Biden administration represents. I think that they're growing in population. It's a, it's evident. There's a report every day, and there's one today, how people are fleeing these states. But what you know, it, it's heartbreaking when you think about it. Um, the people that cannot leave. In fact, I was reading an article you wrote. Chicago area park district says unvaccinated kids not allowed to play sports, and. Uh, in here you see it reverses and it apologizes. But the idea that they could even kind of implement this kind of European Sovietism, I, I, it, it's, it's astonishing to me in the year 2021 that the American Democrat Party is mirroring the Third Reich. It, I, I know it's, it sounds bombastic, but that's exactly how I feel. And I'm wondering, um, is there optimism here that they reversed and apologized? I'm not quite sure how far off we are for the Democrat Party itself to begin drifting back toward the center. Uh, unfortunately, well, I think you know history in the past. Uh, Democrats have always gone to the left and then back to the center when their left-wingism uh, hurt them at the ballot box. A uh, perfect example is the, the 1970s when McGovern won. You know, that was too far at the time, and they began bringing it back. However... And the, the bring it back was Clinton, who was supposedly the middle third wing. But I don't see any of this going back anymore. I see them going even farther left. So I, I, I'm at a loss of how long it's going to take for the Democrat Party to finally realize that it's gone way too far to the left and begin pulling it back. 
You know, I'm, I've always been interested in, in your occupation and media when I was a kid, investigative reporters and um, reporters in general had kind of a, um, a provocative stance on politicians. I remember being young and for the most part outside of Chicago, investigative reporters wanted to get involved and wanted to expose scandal. We have obvious scandal and Joe Biden. It, it is really unbelievable the amount of chicanery that went on between his brother, his sister, his son. Why is it, you think, are there just that many Democrats in media today? Are there that many Chuck Todds whose wife is a Democrat apparatchik, who he was a Democrat apparatchik? Are there no opposition aside from a handful of Breitbart, Fox, and, and some other uh, Internet news sites? Uh, are the big three, what used to be the big three, not interested in doing the right thing? No, oh, they're definitely not. They are completely vested in the far left Democrat process right now. Um, it, you can see over and over again when they do uh, polling of newsrooms that 99%, 99% often, 95 97% are Democrat-leaning or vote Democrats or claim to be Democrats. 90, I mean, this is the kind of number that completely destroys any any claim that they're, you know, uh, interested in the truth. They're interested in uh, an agenda. I see some optimism from, a, from an un- unlikely place, in my opinion, that I would not have thought would be there a year ago, and that's Elon Musk. I see that the Marxist mafia has gone after him in a variety of different ways. I also recognize he has the ability, the money, and the... Um, really the infrastructure to push back. Do you see optimism there? Do you, do you think he has a, a position where he is about to maybe not be so timid and shy as he's been? Well, he certainly seems to have been speaking out a lot more recently. Um, I'm not 100% sure I would count on him to lead any kind of uh, uh, conservative counterculture, however. He's a huge China fan, you know, uh, and, mm-hmm. and he, he doesn't care at all about their... Uh, you know their their human rights abuse record. Uh, so that's I'm not the disappointing part. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the disappointing part. When I when I watched what we recently saw with Elizabeth Warren and Ocasio Cortez, you know, going after him as he is singly the largest American taxpayer in history, and I saw him kind of push back a little bit. I thought that maybe he would. Um, you know, to me, uh, you remember when um, they hired Joe Kennedy to head up the SEC. And at the time, right. FDR said, uh, I need a crook to catch a crook. I kind of feel that way about Elon Musk. I need him to be irritated and tip the table over and expose just what kind of uh, fraud so many of our government policies are. And no, none more have ever been represented in one entity than the Biden administration. Um, I think that today was, a, was an example of, of, of distraction. If it's the COVID where, where we have 750,000 more people, uh, infected with COVID a year after the vaccine than we had a year ago, or whether it's the economy or strengthening our enemies. And um, I'm optimistic that the rejection will come from the far left, as I've kind of seen a little wave. Have you? Well, I mean, you can. Uh, we were just talking about the media a minute ago. You can see how sold out they are to this left-wing agenda. Remember during the Bush or the uh, the uh, Trump years, how CNN had that counter on their, uh, that death counter for COVID during Trump's years in office. It completely disappeared. 
once Biden took office. That very day was gone from CNN's cry on from their, you know, from their uh, main page, uh, from their uh, uh, TV picture, never on there. And today we have more deaths from COVID than ever under Trump, ever. Far more under Bush or uh, under Biden than under Trump. And the, the CNN is saying nothing. You know, you wrote an article from a while ago. I want to talk about it because and I'm going to tell you why. I remember watching as a young kid the way we were. You remember that movie? Robert Redford, Barbara Streisand. One of my favorites. I thought Barbara Streisand's voice was amazing. I still think, you know, still fantastic. I don't know why she feels the need to become a political commentator. You wrote an article that it has to be a, a trick headline. Did Barbara Streisand say Joe Biden's economic record in his first year is the best in 40 years. Oh, yeah. Yes, she did. She did. She she claims that uh, Joe Biden's record is the best in 40 years of presidents, 40 years. And obviously, this is absurd. I mean, at one point, uh, uh, Biden had nowhere to go but up because he started easing restrictions early in his presidency, you know, easing the COVID restrictions. So obviously, the economy is going to go up from there. But even left-wing commentators, uh, CNBC, MSNBC, uh, you know, they're all saying that this is horrible, that this economy is bad. So, uh, you know, she's delusional. But, again, she's one of those pushing the far left, regardless of the truth. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it really is. This is the year of the giant. I mean, this is the, the, the century, the giant lies. I mean, the one thing you can go back to. George W. Bush, I have to break the rules of capitalism to save it. The whole nine yards, the whole thing. It's just, it's just a real. The last twenty years of this country and the autopsy of America, it'll, it'll be broken down to the these twenty years where the principles of Americanism have been bastardized. I'm hoping not beyond repair. I do think when somebody so out of touch with reality and so many people who have been affected by Bidenomics and the feudalism that the Marxist mafia brings to the table every time they rule, but this time in particular. Um, I'm hoping that the Democrat base, those people who are unaware or uninterested to exactly the corruption in their own party, abandon them, and well, Democrat becomes a dirty word. That's what I'm hoping your next article is titled. Uh, I, I, I can't tell you how much I enjoy you. Warner, Todd, Houston, Breitbart, keep it up, and thank you once again for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Will do. Love to come on. Thank you very much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. So they keep replaying here in the studio. I have uh, Chuck Todd on me, and man, is he losing his hair. Chuck Todd um, is just playing the same video of those guys breaking the window. Now, I condemn the violence of breaking the window. I condemn violence of shoving policemen and all the rest of it. It's, it's, a, it's a couple hundred people. It's a couple hundred people. This will be used to indict every Trump supporter, every non-Democrat. This is what the, the mission is. This is why a news show can dedicate the, the lie, the propaganda, for 72 hours. They're going to beat this drum, rather than reporting on the true, true news, whether it be the absolute and total failure of their pretend solution to the Fauci flu. Or how about this? We've got an attorney general that has dedicated his office to intimidating people of an ideology. Not criminals, not frauds, not murderers, not the Democrat scum that make it virtually impossible to live in Democrat mafia hellholes. The Manhattan District Attorney 
has uh, ordered prosecutors to stop seeking prison sentences for certain crimes. What do you, how do you do that? You stop prosecuting crimes. Do you get to do that when, you, when you're elected to these offices? Apparently you do. And if you're Ferret Face Garland, you get to use the AG and the FBI as a weapon of your choice. Jim in Chicago. Yeah, hi. Hey, how are you? Uh, sure. I, I, I just, you know, if all the Republicans all move into one state, or they all move into different states, the Democrats all move to different states, that may be the best solution. They should they just give everybody transportation money to the Republican states, to the Republicans, and just come in instead of voting. Well, either you could split the debt. I mean, you could do it ideologically. After all, we're united on theory, right? We're not extorted. We're not intimidated by the force of violence by the government, are we? We're supposed to be well, united no, the, in the theory well, of law. No, we're, supposed to be, we're supposed to be united, but we're really not. We're really course, not I'm being united. facetious. I'm being facetious. Yeah, yeah, but, Change the name of this country to the extorted states of America. Because that's yeah, what we are. And by the way, financially, financially, the Republican states are five times as sound as the Democrat mafia corrupt hellholes. Because they run like the Soviet system. Because they're not American Democrats. They're European corrupt Soviets. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. In the American killing field of Democrat-led states, Illinois has become the abortion dumping ground, where not only is it free, I don't even know if you have to inform the parents anymore if the child killing her baby is under 18. So there was a March for Life this weekend in Chicago. It's crucially important. Pastor Chris Butler will be attending. I wanted to bring him on to discuss. Hi, Pastor Chris. How are you? I am doing real well, Sean. Thank you so much for having me on. I I, I do. You know, I... It's something that's bothered me, and it's not because I am religious per se. I am not. It's bothered me because I can think, therefore I am. The most important thing in life is children, and the future of not just the nation, but of humanity depends on it. One of the most undeniable evils is the slaughter of 65 million kids that we know about. We don't even know how many around the world. It's just America. Are we winning any ground in this evil of baby murder? Listen, I think that we are actually in a moment of, of great hope. Um, I, I like to say that the night is darkest before the dark. I think some of the things when we think about uh, here in the state of Illinois, we start to see what's happening to uh, the African-American population uh, and how abortion plays into that. When we start to look at uh, unchecked late-term abortion. We think about sex election abortions that most often impact girl babies. Um, when we think about, as you mentioned, parental notification being repealed, 
which uh, not only gets between uh, a child and, and, and her parents, but also makes a haven for sex traffickers uh, in this state. I think people are waking up to the need to do something uh, about this issue. Uh, and that's why I'm glad that there are uh, leaders who are indigenous to uh, this community, indigenous to a lot of the movements that some of the folks who support abortion uh, are, are part of, who are ready to step forward and, and lead on this issue. I find it troubling that the people who are espousing abortion as a fundamental right, it is, it is mind-boggling to me that there are still constituents in this country, stupid enough, to interpret the killing of children as the right of anybody, whether it be a father or a mother of anybody. Are you disappointed in humanity? I mean, I understand that um, we've become accustomed to breaking things down to race. But the reality is we're all humans. We're all Americans. Are you shocked at the acceptance of people of all races and religions to just believe that this is somehow an acceptable act rather than the genocide that it is? It's certainly jarring uh, that people, especially those who uh, advocate for, uh, you know, the the least uh, among us on a, in a lot of different ways, uh, respond with with um, impassion when it comes to stand up for the lives of the unborn. Uh, I do think that the way we bridge that gap is to begin to create uh, a culture of compassion, understanding, and restoration. Uh, inside of the pro-life movement. I think that if a woman who has had an abortion cannot find that compassion and understanding and restoration inside of this movement, then she will settle for those cheap justifications that are offered by the pro-abortion crowd. Uh, because it's, you know, it's a very difficult thing as a pastor, having walked with uh, women through this decision, some who accepted counsel uh, and actually let the, the child live, and some who didn't. Um, I, I know that we've got to begin to bridge that gap. Uh, I'm always reminding myself of John 3:17 uh, that says, God sent his son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Um, and so this atrocity uh, has got to stop. Uh, and I do think part of that uh, is bringing folks along and saying, look, if you made this type of decision, we can't affirm the decision. Uh, but we've got to start to w- both work on the issues of crisis pregnancy and uh, uh, build that culture of compassion. Um, you know, I, I did not agree with Barack Obama on one thing. I'm a policy wonk. I don't watch sports. All I do is read policy and look at the markets and study. That's all I do. What I was optimistic yeah. about in the Barack Obama story was that people would realize, people of all races, but specifically the African-American community, would realize that he is the epitome of why there should be no American that ever gets an abortion. His story is that that is inspirational to everyone, even if you disagree with Barack Obama. The idea that his mother, being white, and his father being married and black, She was 17 years old in 1961, the height of animosity between races in America. Yet she decided, thankfully so, to have that child 
and that little baby grew up to become the president of the United States. Why is it you think so many people, black Americans, reject that and continue to slaughter their children? Well, I, I think that throughout uh, uh, every community, um, especially low-income communities, African-American communities, a, a lot of effort has been put into pushing a particular narrative that the answer to difficult situations around pregnancy uh, is abortion. And uh, I absolutely uh, am an advocate of and I fight for every day alleviating um, a lot of those pressures. We need quality, affordable housing. We need quality, affordable health care. We need uh, folks to have uh, jobs and uh, uh, family-oriented labor policy where folks can have, uh, you know, uh, enough maternity leave and family leave. Uh, but abortion is not a solution to poverty. Abortion is not a solution to uh, to, to any of those uh, difficulties that may surround the pregnancy. We've got to commit ourselves to finding real solutions um, and well, not... Here's the, yeah, here, here's the issue that happens in, in, abortion. when these things get conflated like this. What happens is perspective is, is skewed. For instance, we could go back 100 years when people had nothing, nothing, lived in shacks, nothing. Yet there were families. There were eight kids. There were nine kids. There were 12 kids. That not only was better for humanity, it was better for the nation, as it had a workforce. It had spawned individuals. Those individuals went on to be great things, Thomas Sowell, for example, and others. Thomas Sowell, his father died when he was a child, an infant. He was sent away to live with relatives in New York, and he became Thomas Sowell. He's one of 11 kids. So he didn't have housing. He didn't have welfare. He didn't have shoes. But yet his family had character. Isn't the real issue that in the year 2021, the character of the citizen is that of a roach for the most part? Well, I mean, I'm not... Uh, here to judge the the character of everybody. I, I know that uh, we need to be advancing our society so that folks do have housing and health care uh, and jobs. I'm 100% an advocate for those things. Uh, I just think that the false narrative that is pushed on people who are in difficult circumstances, uh, that abortion is a solution to those circumstances. Yeah, we agree on It's one that we have to uh, fight against vociferously, uh, and 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 those who may see differently about how to alleviate those uh, situations, we've got to have those conversations. But so much uh, uh, money and time and energy is spent pushing that narrative on people uh, that there's got to be uh, a a concerted effort to to counter that narrative and say, look, this is not a solution. Somebody doesn't get an abortion and stop being poor. Right. Uh, it, it is literally not a solution. Uh, yeah. We've got to fight for those solutions and stand up for the lives uh, of these preborn children. Pastor, tell me about the um, March for Life. Tell me uh, where the people can go to join you and where they can go to help you. Yeah, so we're, we're going to uh, gather together at, at one o'clock uh, at the uh, at the at the Federal Plaza and have rallies there. And then the march is going to march over to uh, to the Hilton. Uh, and certainly would hope that people would come out and 
and listen, if, if you hear this and maybe you're, you're not religious, maybe you don't even consider yourself pro-life, I would really urge you to think uh, about do you really believe in completely unchecked uh, late-term abortion, sex selection abortion, where uh, you can literally say, I don't want to have a, a baby girl, I'd rather have a boy. Oh, um, this, this repeal of parental uh, notification where, you know, a, a young girl who, who, who's being sex trafficked could literally be brought in by her victimizer to have an abortion and, and that opportunity to notify uh, parents um, to, to break that up would, would be uh, diminished. We've got to do something, especially in, uh, in this state. So I would urge folks to come uh, and, and to hear and at least learn uh, on this important issue. Pastor Chris Butler, I, we agree on the greatest evil in America today, and that is the slaughter of our own children. I want to thank you for what you're doing. I wish you the best of luck. And I'll tell you what, I won't even sue you with my copywritten Obama story should you choose to use that at your next sermon. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for joining me, Pastor Chris Butler. Thank you. Thanks, Sean, for having me. Bless we'll you, be, Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after that. But when we have some callers who said, hey, I'm going to go, I think it's important to go. For life. I think it's important to stand on principles. I think it's important to recognize the frauds, the deceptions of the Marxist mafia. I really, really do. You know, there's not an instance that I can point to where an American Democrat political pimp or whore has ever told the truth. Not a one. Not a one. In fact, what I see them doing is quite evident, and that is to build compliance among people who benefit from their corruption. Nothing states that more than what we're facing in the favoritism of predators in our society. Nothing. How could it be that in America, the victims of crime, of mayhem, are re-victimized by the judicial system? How could this possibly be? And how have we gotten to this place? The Manhattan District Attorney has uh, ordered prosecutors to stop seeking prison sentences for certain crimes, uh, including resisting arrest. And I'm just wondering, does that give the wrong message to criminals or to police who are having to enforce these laws that the district attorney is not going to prosecute? And does this in any way... What's the wrong message here? Let me just ask you a question, Toots. What's the wrong message? If you beat the hell out of a cop, we can't charge you with resisting arrest. Oh, okay. There's no wrong message. You get away with beating the hell out of a cop. Simple, simple message. Even a Democrat gets it. Undermine the Biden administration's efforts through the DOJ and federal law enforcement partners to crack down on crimes like retail theft. Well, you know where we stand on supporting local police officers, local uh, cops. Uh... No, no, no. You with the fake red hair. We don't know where you stand at all. No, we don't. Because you're a contradiction in reality. You're a bald-faced liar. And I don't just mean the die job. You're working tirelessly to strengthen the predators. You've got your AG that wants to investigate Republicans more than he does cartel members that for somehow, some way, kept fentanyl the only commodity not affected by Bidenomics. It's the only one that there's no inflation. It's at record low prices. You're not fooling anybody. The problem is you're building a constituency of scum. Um, and uh, not defunding the police, uh, and also our concerns we have about the retail thefts we have seen and the need for leaders and communities to crack down on that. I really? Because in California, there's a big big discussion now. 
Should we let the scum steal $999, or should we lower it back down to 400 Ooh, there you go. What do you want to knock the drug addicts down to before you can throw them, lock them up and throw away the key, which is how it should be, so that the streets are safe again? Instead of what exactly is happening in every one of the cities and states that Democrat Marxist mafia rules over. Here are the top five outbound states. The states with the highest percentage of people moving out versus moving in. See if you can spot a trend. Ready? Here we go. Let's see. Let's see. The top outbound states for 2021, New Jersey, 71% of its moves were out. Democrat. Fourth year in a row, New Jersey's held that, quote, title. Up next, Illinois. Then New Jersey's neighbor to the north, New Democrat. York. Democrat. Then New York's neighbor to the northeast, Connecticut. Democrat. And rounding out the top five, California. See, winner, winner. Seems to be a trend, stupid. Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. I agree with you 100%. And, you know, you got this stuff going on in Portland, Oregon, pro-abortion. As a Knights of Columbus member in my parish, I say to out there, to the good folks out there, Ladies and gentlemen, you know what to do this coming 2022 and 2024 to turn overturn these goofy laws and get better people in there who are qualified. What do you think, Sean? I think it's it's you're absolutely right. Number one, I'm, I'm just not, I don't have the faith anymore in the voting system as I have I to know. look at this 80 year old in diapers. Remind me how righteous he won. So I mean that's the big caveat here. And in, in Merrick Garland, you know he's 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 nothing more than. A Gestapo head, as far as I'm concerned. He's, He's an idiot. of the Fourth Reich. And the problem we have is they're working tirelessly to nationalize voter fraud. And this is what they're going to do throughout the country. Now, that being said, are there, is there a bigger opposition that demands voter integrity? This could all be very, very simple. Biden's speech could say, you know how we're going to stop this in the next presidential election, in the next election? It's simple. It's called voter ID. You're going to have to show me your license in order to vote. You're going to have to validate your address. You're going to have to be alive. It would be nice if we could have a simple agreement. How about this? How about to be a vote, to, to, to have a vote, to cast a vote, you uh-huh. have to be alive. I think we could start with a simple rule. Everybody could agree, except those that want to cheat. Then they can't agree. And hey, that's Sean? what the Democrat mafia is, cheat. Yeah. Yes. You know, hey, Sean, i got one last thing to say to you, though. I also agree on term limits, but the problem is in the state of Illinois, unless we get some changes made, that's never going to happen, unfortunately. Illinois, that's why I was, I was dancing around. You know, I didn't want to offend the pastor because, you know, you're talking to a pastor. You think the necklace moron Pritzker gives a rip about the babies? He thinks they're veal. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. George, Libertyville. You know what? Another great show. And is it any wonder why people love Donald Trump? Because the guy just said at the end of the day what we're all thinking. This is insane. You break the law, you get arrested, you go to prison. Not, you know, where are you from? What's the level of fraud you created? What's what, what's it like in your neighborhood to live? And therefore, you can break into stores and steal it. You break the law, you get arrested. And as far as, you know, the, uh, the voter ID thing, Sean, every one of the African Americans and any other minority, all of these classes of people, if you will, are all for voter integrity and ID. All so of the, us the are. Democrats are seventy percent of Americans. Seventy percent of Americans of all religions, races, everything. We all want an honest, an honest election. But this country yeah. doesn't have any integrity anymore. This is what we're all dancing around. You got it. It's it, it, it's absolutely sickening. And another thing that's sickening. I have to watch this nonsense in my in my little uh, studio here. I have to watch this nonsense. Eighty three people 
have been sitting in prison. Not a one of them charged with actual insurrection. Not one. They're charged with what? Trespassing? How about my favorite is you were it's an illegal parade. Ooh, an illegal parade. Not one. Yet is there a news outlet? Is there a political whore that doesn't use the word insurrection? And here's the truth. The former president of the United States of America has created and spread a web of lies. The current president of the United States is a lie. Your entire existence is a lie. You're, you are the worst of the worst, and you represent everything wrong. And not only that, I don't care how many times you tell me, you are illegitimate and a dimwit. Yes, you are. You're unfit, unqualified. And if this country had any integrity, we'd grab you by that starch collar and put you in a convalescent home. Or they could put you on an infomercial to advertise those tubs so you don't slip and break a hip. Because that's all you should be doing, dummy. About the 2020 election. He's done so because he values power over principle. Man, oh man, it's like he's talking to himself in the mirror. Like when he was fitting in those dentures, those fake teeth and that fake hair. Like he was actually talking to himself or maybe his son. That would be interesting. 312-642-5600. I'll take all your calls when I get back. They're parading around the uh, Capitol Police. Boy, nobody, I wonder, did they get... um, any of the text messages between Nancy Pelosi and the upper echelon of Democrats that were in charge of the House then, did they, did they investigate those, those text messages or anything? Did they, anybody look into that? Bob in Elmhurst. Yeah. Sean. Yes. You yes. there? I'm here. Yeah. Uh, if this was truly an insurrection, you know, how many days, weeks, months, years did it last? Oh, oh three hours? Well, NPR, how did they has easily... it, NPR has it lasting from 11.30 to 6.01 is the way that they stretch it out. The, the other thing, I mean, I think the, the, the better point is if it was an insurrection, is anyone charged with insurrection? That's an actual charge. Yeah, the well, answer, yeah, that's true, no. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, and on top of all that, how easily did they get in? I don't understand that. You know, there's all is kinds there no of different protection? shady operations, and, and least <laughs> yeah. of which is not that Epps. Still don't like that, Caballero. You know, it, yep. it, listen, this is a weapon that they needed. This is a weapon that the Democrat mafia needed. They needed this. It, it justifies so much of their abuse, so much of the tyranny. It justifies so much of their action and inaction. So that's why they're like a dog with a bone. And, it, you know, when you think about it from that standpoint, Bob, it's brilliant. It really is brilliant because now no one is talking about the failure. The multitude of failures. Pick a direction, Bob. Pick a direction. It is an absolute year of chaos, calamity, and failure. That's the only way you could sum up this dimwit. You you think somebody, I'm watching NBC News since I started the show. Do you want to mention what's going on with Vladimir Putin is moving troops in to uh, Karakistan? Pakistan, whatever the hell the name of it is. He's moving them in right now. You know, they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about the fact. Look at what Joe Biden has done for a financial windfall to every enemy of America, from Iran to Russia to every single Turkey. You name it. Look at what he's done. It's an unmitigated failure. And by the way, he clearly is unfit for office. If the the Republicans stood for anything, they'd impeach him. Come on. 
Oh yeah, there's only there's only a hundred thousand troops there. They're just guarding it. That's all. Come on, yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. Don't worry <laughs> yeah, about yeah, those you're guys. You're going overboard yeah. here. You get so, ten Russians in a room, you, you better get nervous. You let alone a hundred thousand. <laughs> thank you very much, uh, David and Lansing. Hey, Sean. Uh, you mentioned the Democrats trying to control the speech with the word insurrection. Well, the real insurrection we know is happening for a couple decades now, but it really came to head in about 2019 when BLM and Antifa started rioting and punching people in the back of the head, burning down police buildings, and then uh, then the pandemic, and then the election theft. That was the insurrection of the current traject- trajectory, excuse my language, of the uh, Republican Party headed by Trump when they knew they were going to lose. So they, they uh, staged an insurrection, and took over the fact that they knew they were going to lose. In, in this the would be really so, interesting. This would be really interesting, and I get the way you're using the word insurrection. I do. I I think, but the, if you want to talk about the ideological upheaval of American principles, and nobody's going to like this, I think you trace it back to George W. Bush. Unequivocally, it was the beginning of the end. George W. Bush, Barack Obama, built upon that corruption, built upon that fascism. Donald Trump should have done more to rip it out by the root. Instead, he didn't. And here we are today, one arguably the most successful political charlatan is now destroying every aspect of our American liberty, our freedom, our individuality, and our rights over our own property, least of which is not your life, as we are now being intimidated and extorted into becoming part of an experiment. So there you go. But trace it all the way back to W. Don't ever forget W. You want to know one of the top five worst presidents in American history? It's that moron, failure, corrupt scoundrel that he was. Mark Plainfield. Happy fake news day, Sean. If anything typifies fake news, it's the panty raid that occurred on the Capitol one year ago today because it really was much more than a panty raid. By the way, I also agree with you on W. Uh, throw in the fiscal irresponsibility because that's what that deficit started doubling under his watch. And then I got a. Uh, you know what's bothered me, Mark? I don't mean to knock you yeah. off track. You know what's always bothered me? 34,000 Twitter accounts were seized the morning of the 6th, least of which is not me, mine. Seized. How and why? Before anything. Way before 1130. Way before. I really do believe there were people that knew exactly how they were going to play this thing. That's why I, yeah, I always, I, I I always talk too. about Epps. There were people that stoked that, that flame. There were people that incentivized, intimidated, and coerced people into doing certain actions that were moronic. And I'm not justifying any of the morons that entered that building. The minute you made a decision to enter that building, I'm sorry. You were wrong. You shouldn't have done it. It was preposterous. You should have, we should have, you should have known what was going to happen. And the proof that there was no insurrection is that not one of those idiots... Not one of them has been charged with insurrection. So that's how you know it. Not to mention there was not a weapon. Not a weapon. The only girl that died because of violence, because of violence, was the girl Babbitt who got shot in the neck. The tragedy of it all. 110-pound woman shot her in the neck. Speaking of weapons, aren't Trump supporters supposed to be NRA supporting gun nuts? Where was the massive security when you're expecting 100,000 people, most of them, supposedly going to be armed and like you said not one gun this was a successful democrat ops 
That's all it was. They played us like a fiddle. They got their apparatchiks. They got their Pravda. And they're running wild with it rather than focusing on what this really is, a sham presidency by a dimwit who isn't qualified to do anything, let alone be president. Thank you very much, Mark. I appreciate it. Lee and Hammond. Hey, Sean. You know, uh, I don't ever want to hear anybody tell some young kid to actually follow the rules, tell the truth, be honest, and forthright when these scumbag Democrats voice these total, total lies, uh, it, one after another one, with, with actual impunity. And, and they don't, there's, there's, they haven't, there, there, there's such a lack of, of character in these idiots. They can't, they've got to know, you know. What, you know, what you know Lee, I'm listening to you, and I, I, I couldn't agree more with you, number one. But number two, we're from an era when there was such a thing as unequivocal truth. And there were adults and they wouldn't tolerate bald-faced lies, and they wouldn't tolerate bald-faced liars. Now, it's a shame. It's an absolute shame. You know, it's funny. When, I, when Trump was in office, do you know how many people I lost as listeners because I would comment against what I saw as his failures? I almost said, well, at that point, if we can't discuss policies, then we are in for a bumpy future. And here we are. I'm just hoping the outcome is we do come out of it with that Americanism. That is really in our bone marrow. I just hope we can cut you know, through the BS the from these professional version. liars. What's you that? Know, if, if, if you were, if you told bald-faced lies like this, I mean, if you had any kind of character whatsoever, I mean, you would you you would be embarrassed to actually voice these kind of this malarkey yeah. on people. Yeah. Now they got YouTube channels tell people how to get welfare, Lee. That's how far we've fallen. Anthony and McHenry. Sean, thank you for taking my call. Uh, there was a Newsmax special last night about January 6th and about the prisoners, and there was actually footage that I had never seen before. They actually show that there were Capitol Police in front of that doorway that moved away. They moved away from blocking those people from getting through the window. And the shot that killed Ashley Babbitt, and there's footage of her dying on the floor. And, and I'm, I'm so distraught over it Anthony, that our country could allow something like this and not investigate this. It's, yeah. it's beyond despicable. It's beyond. And I would make one, and I love your show, I would make one recommendation. Get Mike Pence on your show and question what his motives were that night. Why he did not allow for a questioning of that, of the uh, Electoral College certification. And why there was no respect given to that woman who died on the Capitol floor that day. I want to know what his answers are to those questions. Ah, well, Sonny, I, I don't know if I'm big enough to get Pence, brother, but I'll try, Anthony. Oh, you got, thank you, you got Ron much. Johnson on. You got Ron Johnson on. I, I, you've got some amazing guests on your show. Thank you, Anthony. And, and I know that you wouldn't let him off the hook. He yes. needs to be questioned. Where is he? Where is he hiding right now? What has he been promised? I'm going to guess a barber shop, and we know he's not out to lunch with anybody but his wife, so we can stop there. But thank you very much, Anthony. God bless, God God bless you, Sean. Thank you. Brother. God bless you. And I will say, I saw that video of that girl getting shot in the neck. Aside from all the politics, all the politics, everything, just for, just put it down for a minute. Am I the only one that's ever been arrested? I'll let me incriminate myself. Am I the only one that's ever been arrested? She's 110 pounds. She was coming through a window obviously with nothing in her hands. Why didn't they grab her by the hair and throw her on the ground? Why didn't they do that? Why didn't they grab her by the hair and throw her on the ground? Why would you shoot her in the neck? 
Why are there over 14,000 hours of video that we can't see without, with even Freedom of Information Act? Why is the Capitol Police beyond reproach? Why? Why are, are, how is there a police department that we can't get answers from in this country that we pay? What the hell is happening here? 312-642-5600. I'll be back. All right, let's go to the lines. A little controversy we'd like to open up. Greg in Newark, Illinois. Yeah, Sean, how you doing? Good, Greg. How are you? Good, good. So uh, I still can uh, consider you Sean from Elmwood Park because I'm kind of an old school listener. But brother, uh, that's fine. You could call me to... Mud. It's fine. <laughs> no, I won't do that. But uh, you you keep me uh, you keep me happy every day. I listen to you. I try to tell as many people I can to uh, tune in. But anyway, so uh, Tenor, Senator Ted Cruz, you know, kind of came up with that story that he said today when he was giving his speech, and it just really makes me disheartened about how many of these Republicans are just caving. And I'm wondering, are there any good ones left? I mean, I can think of about three or four of them. He called it a terrorist attack. That's what you're referring to, correct? Yes. Um, you know, I like Ted. I'm going to tell you, I've had the pleasure of, of introducing Ted at Freedom Summit. I was able to speak to him. I like Ted. Um, I supported Ted when he was running against um, Donald Trump. I saw, you know, some failings. These are just people. The other thing you got to remember is they're people. But now you've got to make the decision as a supporter, right? All right, is this going to be something that makes you stop supporting him? And you have to make that decision. I understand to a certain extent how he wants to um, condemn the violence. But to call these people terrorists, I think, is too far. And it's not something that's, I that's agree what with. I, I guess that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Oh, of course. I know where you're, I know, I know where you're going, and I agree with but, you. But that being said, am I willing to say Ted Cruz is a No, and I'm not going to turn my back on him 100%. Yeah. But it's just, it's like, man, don't give him it's, a bone. Just don't like, give him an inch, right? I mean, the, the thing about a liar, yeah, see, this is, something, this is something you only know if you grew up with scumbags. The minute you give him an inch, now they think they got you. And I agree with it. that. But I don't think Ted grew up with enough scumbags. you got to remember, Ted's a beneficiary of his father fleeing a, a sure. Marxist-led country. So Ted is a smart yep. man, brilliant. There's, there's few guys smarter. I'm not nearly as smart as Ted Cruz. And maybe this is the and, uh, smart play. I don't agree with it because what I think the real problem with America, the real insurrection in America is the Democrat mafia. The real 100%. terrorists are the fascists that want to normalize collectivism and destroy the principles of Americanism. So it was, to me, something I disagree with, but I'm hoping uh, that Ted explains himself. Let's give, him, let's give him some time to explain himself. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. One, one last quick thing. Right. One last quick thing. I bought a house in Florida, and I'm taking your advice. I'm not letting my kids grow roots in this dump. I love that. As much as I chap- love it, and I got business here, but what yeah. am I going to do? I'm not going to oh. treat them. They need I'm, to get a better life. I'm proud of you, forward. and I love the decision. I'm a little chapped you didn't use me as a broker, but what are you going to do? I can't get him out. Thank <laughs> you, Greg. I appreciate it very much. Uh, let's go to Joanna in Chicago. Hi, Sheldon. Thank you very much for taking my call. And, uh, you know, I grew up in a communist country, and this stuff is going on and went on on January 6th. I have personal friends because I was flying on the flight on January 5th uh, through Washington, D.C., and all this stuff the social media is saying about what was going on and how the Trump supporters were treated, it's all lies. They were all locked in their hotels. 
they couldn't go on the streets. The Antifa were all over the streets, and I'm on a signal, you know, connected with many of these people, and I am just so grateful that Joanna, you're, sh- you know, telling oh, people okay. that. I want to ask you a question. What country, do you mind if I ask you what country you're originally from? Yeah, I'm Polish. I came in Amer- to America in 86 when Poland was still communist. So as a 12-year-old girl, I lived through the martial law, through everything what's going on over here, and what they're leading this country to come as of, you know, we're, we're going to be in the same, you know, the bureaucracies, where, you know. The bureaucracies yeah. in the, within the Polish government when you were young and when you lived there. The bureaucracies, did they protect the mafia members that were connected to the government and persecute the people who were victims? Kind of remind you now. Joanna, I'm glad you made it. Sorry, we're up against the clock. Didn't mean to do that. I'll take some of your calls. If you're on the line, stay there. I will be back after this. the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I want to go over Merrick Ferret Face Garland. We're going to go over it. But I have callers on the line. There's something else I want to talk about very quickly. I had mentioned that my, uh, it's a friend of mine. His um, sister-in-law had passed away. She um, was a mother of two. One of the children uh, is special needs. She was 36 years old. She listened to all of the politicians and she listened to all of the rules and she abided by them she died her name was Erin Adriani A-D-R-E-A-N-I Adriani Erin E-R-I-N they have a GoFundMe page she's being buried I believe tomorrow it is a tragic story 36 years old and even with everything that the Joe Biden administration, that modern science, that the government is telling you you're safe, you're not, even though we're never going to look into who exactly created it, how it was created, and why in the hell we were giving anybody money for it. We'll talk about Pfizer and the trillions of dollars that have gone out, and now we've got a fourth vaccine, by the way. There's another one coming, Pfizer, another Moderna, who knows what other scoundrel is going to pretend to have an answer for something that doesn't look to be created in a wet market to me. And today, none of that is in the news. New York today, today, New York, one of the heavily vaccinated, of course, Democrat mafia state, uh, regulated, masks, can't go in without your vax card, highest deaths today than any other day, and since the vaccine, the whole nine yards. Three blind mice running around, don't know what they're doing. So if you're on the line, let me get to you. Paul LaGrange. Listen, Sean, uh, I appreciate your, your, your fight, but here's the deal, is that how does it work where, um, let's just let this thing run out a little bit. And if you want to talk about how want to fight the government, let's just join the government and fight from the inside. You know what I mean? 
let's part let's be part of the government to say let's make this happen for all of us right yeah, I, I mean I, well you know i'm not if if you're asking me if i am advocating i'm not advocating for violence against the government i'm i'm suggesting that you go to states that fight for american principles that to me that's my point the country well, is divi- the country that's- has it's not divided over joe biden it's been divided for decades it's been divided yeah. Since Democrat mafia run hellholes were able to run roughshod over their citizens and that they had were held harmless and that they infiltrated judges and that they're able to use our judicial system against people who fought them, that they were able to gerrymander districts so you could get rid of a political parties, you know, like Illinois. So that sewer state is flushed, brother. I hate to bring it to you. I'm from Portage Park, north of of Chicago, you know, or here fields like. It's a gravy train out there. Or or field. Eight billion dollars, not a straight board in the damn joint. Exactly. So yeah. why don't we say? Why don't we fight that whole deal to say let's expose the or fields? I'm here every day, not, baby. Like, Four to seven. I'm here every day, exposing every scam, calling every scum a scum. You follow me? I do follow you, but 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 you're 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 advocating that the system as it sits allows a guy like you, a guy like me, people like the listeners, to become active in it. And what I am suggesting to you is that the political parties of both both political parties have been corrupted right. to where the Republicans love second place as long as they get to be in control of the cannabis distribution centers and the video poker machine. Michael McAuliffe and all those guys on the yeah. Northwest side, right. they were complicit along the 41st Ward yes. and all that Northwest side shit. So what I'm saying oh, to you can't is say that, that. Can't let's say expose that. those guys. Yeah. They're all Democrats. You know All right. Now, listen, I'm, I'm with you, and that's what I do, brother. And I appreciate you listening, and I'll continue to do it. But you're asking me, when I read your comment, what's the answer? And to me, the answer is to be very specific with individual politicians you support. And if you can, and if you can, to do something about your kids and make sure they're not subjected through the, the, the stubbornness of families by saying, I can't go. I mean, it, to me, that's the answer. And then the other answer, the macro answer, is to go to states that are going to constantly protect your individuality. And you get to pick those states. It doesn't have to be Florida. There's 21 states that are fighting vehemently hard to both legitimize their election process, they're implementing voter, real voter integrity, so that these charlatans can't come in with their same-day BS registration and destroy the nation. But that's where, the, where you need to spend your lifetime, because this is not going to be fixed short. It's not going to be another presidential election and poof, everything's great again. The only the only thing that's systemic in this country right now is corruption. And the restraints have to be put on the pickpockets we pretend are representatives. So vote for people and individuals who say the first thing we're going to do is make it so that these scoundrels cannot become millionaires by front-running government money. Like Nancy Pelosi, $500 million she's amassed. Like Joe Biden. This piece of garbage, he, he didn't have the wherewithal to make money honestly. He's made tens of millions dishonestly. And that political party has accepted that. So to me, Democrats are done. I don't want them around me. I don't want them in my business. I will not tolerate their presence. That's me. But that doesn't mean you have to live your life accepting this. Number one is reject it, and I can only reject it from the Republican side. So what I want to do is clean the Republican Party and, and clean house.
I want him gone. So to me, if you're an Illinois Republican, you got about a 20% chance that you're not a scumbag in my book. So let's start there. The Democrats, to me, are done. They like it that way. They want to be mafia members. They're all fat slobs who can't make an honest dollar if their life depended on it. So they need that corruption to thrive. So let them have Illinois. Let them have New York and New Jersey. Let them have California, although that one breaks my heart. Beautiful state. Destroyed it. And let them pretend that these Democrats can do anything other than fail. Pick a topic. Here's one. The Fauci flu. The pretend rescue vaccine. Doesn't work. Isn't a vaccine. Nothing. Jim, South Elgin. Hey, man, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. I, uh, I have a, a fairly new employee, and she was working at a different dental office, and about, eight, about uh, back in September, they made her take the jab, and she has not had her period. Oh, I don't know. If I, let's just say menstruation. Can we clean it up a little bit? A fan yes. Right. Well, anyway, so. Yeah, well, this is we one of the side effects that you're not supposed to talk about. The Bell's palsy you're not supposed to talk about. The enlarged heart, the blood clots. Don't talk about this stuff, Jim. I already got kicked off one YouTube channel. For God's sakes, Jim. Let's not point out the obvious. I appreciate it very much. Let's not forget who's paying for the information. Is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. Imagine having a product. (laughs) A product that was mandated for everybody in the country. Uh, Vice President Harris, in her remarks today, compared January 6th to Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Can you... Oh, I hit the wrong one. Forget the Postal that. Service has asked OSHA for a temporary waiver um, on their vaccine mandate. I'm wondering what the response from the White House is. They've said that if they don't get the waiver, it, it could impact mail service. Well, uh, I would say, just to remind everybody, two months ago, more than two months ago, um, OSHA issued an emergency temporary standard to protect workers from the spread of coronavirus on the job, everywhere, Uh, companies, including the Postal Service. And the agency found that compliance with the rule was feasible for all employers, including the Postal Service. That was two months ago. OSHA provided several compliance resources to help employers develop vaccine or testing requirement programs and understand the responsibilities under the emergency temporary standard, including fact sheets, template plans for employers, other online resources, a webinar that walks through the obligations, employers and information to help them come into compliance. Uh, We know OSHA's mission is to ensure every working person in the country has safe and healthy working environments. Weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. Entire Democrat mafia financed by Pfizer. Let's see. Let's see. Which was the paper today? Let's see. Which one was it? Here it is. New York. Highest COVID deaths. There we go. New York. Highest COVID deaths in a single day. Since max vaccination began, that seems bad news, 130 people died, 62 of whom were from New York, according to the latest data. At least total number of vaccinated people died, 11,000 are in hospitals, uh, over 54% vaccinated. 
That's a problem. That's all right. This portion of CBS This Morning, sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet, sponsored by Pfizer. We'll be back with your calls and comments, 312-642-5600, even if you work for Pfizer, after this. Okay, Lake Geneva. Uh, how you doing? Good, Jay. Hey. How are you? Okay, boy, I, I, lo- <laughs> I love those Pfizer drop-ins. You really, you're really sticking it to me there. You don't even know. I, I, I had a hundred shares of PFE. That's Pfizer for, for the folks out there. Uh, a long time ago, and I wish I held on to it like an idiot. You oh, should have called. Listen, here's what you do. There's an there's an entire hedge fund out there that simply looks at the disclosures from that rat-faced Nancy Pelosi and her moron husband. And they buy the same thing she did because they know that these Democrats scum like to front-run policies so they can all pretend to be capitalists. It's very interesting. So what you do, my highest recommendation, and I am no longer a registered investment advisor, but I once was, and as a former one but not a current one, to me, what are you going to do, spend your time thinking or charting? Or looking at the news, just find out what the Democrat scum holds and buy it. What do you mm. think of that? Mm. Yeah, it sounds good. It sounds good. Well, I understand. I think people can look it up. I think Pfizer is one of the most held uh, uh, stocks uh, by various members of Congress, and I think Shocking. it's probably both parties. Shocking! Oh, Shocking. Of course it is. Yes, All the Republicans <laughs> love it too. The Republicans have the old gangster saying: "Cut me in or cut it out." See, if you cut them in, ah. they'll sit in that second <laughs> position like an Illinois Republican scumbag. They just want a piece of the pie. Did I ever tell you about the old mayor in Elmwood Park? Oh, this, this particular Forest Preserve parking lot champion was really quite a guy. He was a pretend lawyer. He only had one client, the CTA. And then he had another client, and that client was Gold Rush Gaming. He was the mayor, and he was the Gold Rush Gaming, like he, he was an agent for them. So he got a piece of the action when the bars in the neighborhood wanted to put those video games in. And now guess what he is? Cook County Commissioner. See, now that's the kind of scumbag you need to grab by that fake plastic hair and throw him on his fat ass. That's what you need to do with those scumbags. Oh, wow. Well, well, Sean, uh, first of all, I love your show, and and I'm I'm so glad that you're on the air. And I I think I speak for so many people here in the Midwest. Uh, we, we, you, you're, you're our voice. We, you vent for us, and we, and we, we need that. Uh, yeah, I'm good at the, the venting. Just, yeah, thank you very much. Well, yes, the world is very nuts. The world is really nuts. And speaking of which, I was just curious: has the the book, The Fourth Turning, uh, ever come up on your program? I haven't heard you ever talk about it. It's, uh, it, it's a book from the late '90s, and I, I personally was dismissive of it, uh, and I thought, oh, it's no big deal. These guys are idiots. And then 2020 happened, and then I uh, then I took a second look. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, anyway, I, well, first of all, are you familiar with it at all? Or? I am not, but uh, I will okay, tell you. Well, here's the benefit well, well, of well, having ADD. Right now, I, I I've got four books I'm going through, and I've got one I want to tell you about. So you gave me an opportunity. It's the last. Okay. Well, well, well I'll just think, yeah, from yeah. hell is something you need to buy. I want to get the author okay. on Miranda Devine. It is an amazing book. And it tells you just how corrupt this Biden cartel really is. And then I'm a big fan of capitalism and freedom right now with Milton Friedman. Um, I also like Dark Alliance. And uh, I just got through with Mark Levin's book, American Marxism. And I always am rereading The True Believer, which I love by Eric Hoffer, and then Pandemia 
by Alec Bernson, who we've been trying to get on the show, but he's very difficult to get into. I think I have to give him a PayPal for a dollar to get his contact information. But go ahead. Well, you know, anyway, I, I just want to recommend that book to anybody. It, it's it's about cycles and generations, and it's just extremely interesting. And basically, if these guys are right, and if nobody wants to get to go, you know get to go find the book, there's YouTube videos that it's a, with Neil Howe. He's one of the um, authors. He gives some interviews, so you can get a flavor for it um, there to see if anybody's interested in it. But Is it like a great reset thing. Are they talking about that? Well, they don't, I, don't, I don't think they directly go into that, but they basically say we're going to have a rough 2020s are going to be rough. They say the 2030s are going to be really good. Now, so I don't know if that's you know, their this, version you know, of reality, if that's a great reset. This is something to focus on, Jay. Ultimately, a lie can only exist for so long. Ultimately, the American people will realize what exactly the cure for their circumstances are, and that cure will be what made the youngest country the strongest, and that will be freedom. Ultimately, it will go back to liberty. You know, when I was telling you about Google and a Democrat, I should have been more clear. A Democrat politician in office has never run on freedom, liberty, and capitalism. They are the scourge, the socialist Marxist scum, and that's how they operate, and that's why they tolerate the corruption, because they just want in on it. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, the wife with the banking fraud, Elizabeth Warren, the conglomerate with with charge card companies and mortgage companies. Do you know that this, this rat bastard made more money flipping houses after the collapse than she had prior to it? Mrs. Socialist, scum that she is. She's an Indian, like Chuck Connors was an Indian. You're a rat bastard. Thank you, Jay. I appreciate it. They all had high cheekbones if you didn't know who Chuck Connors is. Jason Palatine. Hey, I just wanted to tell you uh, thanks for what you're saying out there. And, and you got a new fan. I've never heard you before until about 15 minutes ago when I flipped on. Oh, Jason, um, I was we, got, we've got, uh, we got podcasts and everything. you got to catch up, brother. I, I'm going to. I'm going to add you to my uh, my list of people to check out. So. Wonderful. Uh, but I was wondering, did you watch the TimCast uh, podcast with Marjorie Taylor Greene last night? And then also, no. what did you think about Dr. Malone with Joe Rogan? I um, discovered Dr. Dr. Malone last February. Um, like okay. a month after the vaccine, he came out, and it was on Dark Horse Podcast, which I recommend you take a look at. It, it, it's it's funny to it me. It's like too. a Saturday Night Live skit. They're brilliant people, and they're in this room that's all wood paneling, and they're so nerdy, it's wonderful. It really is like a Saturday Night Live skit, but they're geniuses. And that's where Dr. Malone last February said he didn't like things he was seeing in his own creation. And, in fact, mm-hmm. he predicted kind of the circumstances we're living in right now. So the fact that we are watching people be censored is something that tells you, I have a, a thing, I know you're a new listener, I, don't, I call them a Democrat mafia, but more, more importantly, they are the Fourth Reich, and they operate in the same fashion the Third Reich did. They just don't have the Hugo Boss wide collars. But aside from that, there's pretty much everything else. So Jason, I want to welcome you to the family. I appreciate it. You're going to yeah, love the get-togethers. Thank you very much, brother. And uh, if you think I'm being bombastic... Here is the Attorney General, Ferret Face, Chicago Mafia member, Merrick Garland. I can't hit the button. What happened there, Keith? The actions we have taken thus far will not be our last. The Justice Department remains committed to holding... Wait, is he going after the cartels and the fentanyl and the sex slave? Is he going after the people who stole the PPP money? Or is he going after the people who stole the unemployment money and frauded our government? Is he going after the people who have been absconding 
with our federal funds? Is he going after the foreign adversaries who have given that money to cartels and to oligarchs instead of the people? Is he going to look into any of that? All January 6th perpetrators at any level accountable under law, whether they were present that day or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy. You mean like me? When I tell you this scumbag didn't get 81 million votes, you mean like me? When I tell you this political whore has built a crime family that would make the Gambinos blush? You mean like me? Or anybody that doesn't vote Democrat? Is that what you really mean? 312-642-5600. Chicago issues a travel warning against every state. Yeah, yeah. That's what they should be worried. The Chicago should have a travel warning to anybody. The scariest thing your kids could say to you, your husband, your wife, whatever the case is, is I'm going into the city. I'll see you in a little while. Sure you will. Sure you will. That's another success story. Does Merrick Garland want to launch an investigation into the drug street gangs that have taken over major cities in America? Not at all. He's not interested in that. We will follow the facts wherever they lead. And they'll make them up where they need them. Because January 6th was an unprecedented attack on the seat of our democracy, we understand that there is broad public interest. An unprecedented attack on our democracy. I think the agenda of the American Democrat is an unprecedented attack on our democracy. After all, it's evident they're fascists. It's evident in every policy that all they have is force. Every platform, base of the Democrat agenda is force, extortion, capitulation, coercion. But man, can they tell a good lie? They really can. Uh, Vice President Harris, in her remarks today, compared January 6th to Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Can you elaborate on what the thinking was behind that? Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Now, I know that Vice President Harris got her position because of Sweet Willie Brown. Don't ask how he got the nickname Sweet. You don't want to know. Mayor of San Francisco, who she was the mistress. That's the big qualification. No one can really tell me. What is the qualification of Kamala, Kamala Harris? Comparison, she's faced some criticism, especially in conservative circles for that. Why is it only conservative circles? I mean, shouldn't everybody? I mean, were there no Democrats that can remember Pearl Harbor or September the 11th? Now, there's none around. Yeah, you're right. January 6th was worse. Well, I would first say that, um, as the president also said in his remarks, uh, you know, when if we look back to some very difficult moments in our history, back in 1861, there were no Confederate flags being ra- being waved uh, in the Capitol. Uh, there were no communists in the White House. I mean, you're, you're mad at the flag, but you're not mad at the fascism? Oh, it's way worse than the Civil War. Way worse. This is way worse than the Civil War. In very dark moments in our history, there were not people storming our nation's capital, uh, trying to take over the office and even... Th- I mean, now there was violence. There were window breakings. There was yelling. There was a guy with a horn on his hat. But for the most part, it looked to me like one of those Democrat union conventions. There were a bunch of fat old men walking around to me. To me, there wasn't a gun. There's not a person charged with actual insurrection, which is a charge. Not a person. What's Merrick Garland got to say? In our investigation, we understand that there are questions about how long the investigation will take and about what exactly we are doing. Our answer is 
and will continue to be the same answer we would give to, with respect to any ongoing investigation, as long as it takes and whatever it takes for justice to be done consistent. Except if you're in New York and Chicago. Except if you've got a Soros-sponsored district attorney in your area. Then justice will not be done. In fact, the absence of justice will be done. The quality of life will continue to sink into the sewer, and the predators among us will thrive. The Manhattan District Attorney has uh, ordered prosecutors to stop seeking prison sentences for certain crimes, uh, including resisting arrest. And I'm just wondering, does that give the wrong message to criminals or to police who are having to enforce these laws that the district attorney is not going to prosecute? And does this in any way undermine the Biden administration's efforts through the DOJ and federal law enforcement partners to crack down on crimes like retail theft? Well, no, they could steal a thousand a day just to feed their fentanyl habit. Is Merrick Garland going to do anything? Yeah, he's going to look into the people who uh, don't vote for Marxist scum. That's what he's going to do. With the facts and the law. I understand that this may not be the answer some are looking for, but we will and we must speak through our work. Charisma. Anything else jeopardizes the viability of our investigations and the civil liberties of our citizens. Wait, wait, wait. We got civil liberties? Do I have civil liberties? Because I've been listening to a year how you're going to force me to put this gaga in my arm that produces results of guts on ghoul. More people die every day now. I got civil liberties, though, huh? Do I have the property rights over my businesses? Because I got a necklace wonder who consists, insists on stuffing a tie in a crack called Pritzker who tells me I got to shut down my business or I got to turn into one of his enforcers to make sure my customers have their vaccine cards. Civil liberties. You shouldn't even get to say civil liberties, fair face. Everyone in this room and on these screens is familiar with the way we conduct investigations and particularly complex investigations. This is the same guy who wants to unleash the FBI forever bothering Italians. This is the same guy who wants to unleash the FBI who uh, have on the parents that go to school board meetings and say, hey, enough of this indoctrination to your Marxist philosophy. The one that abandons the kids. In, in, in every instance, just so their teachers can sit home and discover which cream puff they like more. We build investigations by laying a foundation. We resolve more straightforward cases first because they provide the evidentiary foundation for more complex cases. Was oh, that how you do? Investigating the more overt crimes generates linkages to less overt ones. Well, then maybe you could figure out why the Bank of China gave a crackhead. billion. Do you think it's because of his last name? Hey, ferret face. Want to investigate the Bank of China giving the crack-smoking son of the dementia patient you're calling president $1.5 billion. Do you want to investigate the $3 million? Why would a mayor of Moscow give, give him $3 million? Why? Why would an oligarch in the Ukraine Give him a percentage and put him on the board of a natural gas company. You want to investigate that, ferret face? See you in Ukraine soon. I don't think you will. Overt actors and the evidence they provide can lead us to others who may also have been involved. And yeah, that evidence... Well, now that we know you all watched Basil Rathbone as Sherlock Holmes, why don't you pull your head out of your derriere 
and investigate some of the crime that we have to live with and you pretend is a president. Invest that criminal. Because that is a mafia capo. And you are his agent. 312-642-5600. Too bad. Ferretface doesn't want to investigate the campaign contributions of Merck. Pfizer. That would be interesting. Base. I'd like to see those campaign contributions. Anybody guess? Anybody want to guess? You think who gives more money to Democrats? The mafia municipal unions or the big pharma or Wall Street? Boy, that'd be a really tough trifecta of deception. D on the north side. Yes. I wanted to make a comment about Cruz's comment. Yes. Go ahead. And I feel that the reason he did that, because down the line they can reinvestigate what went on, and I'm sure Antifa was part of this. And well, you're making a, I mean, you're making a leap of what, it, what somebody thinks and what they want to do. Maybe, maybe, I mean, who knows, maybe. But uh, You know, in the back of his mind, when you revisit, you can say, oh, yes, this was a terrorist. I used to love Karnak on uh, Johnny Carson. I really did. But, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, ultimately, when have you seen the Democrat mafia not take advantage of a of a twig that was given to them by the Republicans? When have you seen them not capitalize on a slight of word? When have you seen the Democrat mafia not misuse really the intent of someone to benefit their position of fascism? When have you seen that? So I hope you're right, but boy, oh boy, that's a big matzo ball if you're not. And Ashley Babbitt, that's the crime of the day. Absolutely. And and, and 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 the guy and the scum that shot her in the neck. Think about this. He's right. a man. He shot right. this woman, this unarmed woman, 110 pounds in the neck. He's he touted a policeman. He's touted in the Marxist circles as a hero. He's a hero. Shot a woman in the neck. And all the all the Marxist mafia voters, they'll just nod their head and right. say, hey, can we get free tuition? I think I need some more. You know, the inflation's bad. Can you up my food stamps? That's all they're interested in. Thank you very much, Dee. Yeah. I appreciate the optimism, and I only hope you are, Karnak. But in the meantime, we're going to have to deal with the mafia members that are in control. I didn't want to do this to you. Should I do it? You want to hear Lori Lightfoot? Let's get a little, uh, let's, get a, let's get yelled at by someone dressed in a man's outfit, not even being a woman. That the safest place for kids to be in the pandemic is in person in our schools. Safest place for kids to be any time of day is out of your city. If you really want safe kids, you'll keep them out of that ghetto because uh, it's chaos. Just watch the news. And then you can also see what $28,000 a year gets you in an education system to uh, kids who are forced to go to the public school system. It's we are not going to rob parents of their right and their com- obligation to tell us if they want testing or not of their children. It's not going to happen. It's morally wrong. It's repugnant to me personally. And it opens up this district for liability of untold proportions. Liability. That's interesting. Maybe we should look at exactly what our rights are when companies, when municipalities, when school districts force this experiment upon us and our children. Maybe we should look into maybe standing up for ourselves. After all, Merrick Garland knows what civil liberties are. I heard him say it. He knows uh, how to abuse them, and he guarantees how to extort you in the future. 
can serve as the foundation for further investigative leads and techniques. I got a lead. Hunter Biden. I got a lead for you, Merrick Fairface. Now, come on. We all know you watch Basil Rathbone. Now do something, dummy. I'll be back in 21 hours. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. 